to Bible Bedtime. This is season three, and we're on episode 167. I am your host, Dana. In this podcast, I read a full chapter of the Bible in a soft voice, playing music and sounds to help lull you into heavenly sleep. In each season, I read a full book from the Old Testament and a book of the New Testament. And tonight, we're going to read from Luke 5 in the New Testament. After I read the chapter, I will read a selection from the book of Proverbs, and we'll end the episode as we do every episode with the Lord's Prayer. It is my intention uh, through this podcast to bless you with the reading of God's Word. So many of you have reached out to me through our Facebook page, which of course is Bible Bedtime, and offered me encouragement or uh, told me a little of your own story or have just said hello. (laughs) Thank you for that. It really means a lot to me. You see, podcasting is very much a one-way type of communication. And even though I know people are listening, sometimes it feels good just to get that feedback. And it really makes my day. If you would like to reach out and share your experiences or um, if you have a prayer request or (laughs) if you just want to say hello, please do reach out through the Bible Bedtime Facebook page. I read and respond to every comment. It's time for you to settle down and get ready for a peaceful night's sleep. It's time to turn off your day. And it would be nice if that was as easy as turning off a light, but Developing habits is a great way to start turning off your day, just like you turn off a light. And one of those habits is settling in, maybe listening to a podcast like you're doing now, and taking a moment to just quiet your body and your mind soul and your spirit. Your day is over. 
anything that you didn't do today can wait until tomorrow. And thinking about the things that happened today or yesterday or might happen tomorrow will not make any difference other than to keep you awake. So just let those thoughts drift away as though they are a balloon being set free into there. Before I begin to read the selection for tonight, I invite you to join me in taking three deep breaths. And with each breath, I would love it if you would just relax a little bit more. Ready? Here we go. One. Two. And three. Jesus was standing by the lake of Genesaret with the people crowding around him and listening to the word of God. He saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. For he 
and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on, you will catch men. So they pulled their boats up on shore, left everything, and followed him. While Jesus was in one of the towns, a man came along who was covered with leprosy. When he saw Jesus, he fell with his face to the ground and begged him, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him. Then Jesus ordered him, don't tell anyone, but go. Show yourself to the priest and offer the sacrifices that Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. Yet the news about him spread all the more so that crowds of people came to hear him and to be healed of their sicknesses. But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. One day as he was teaching, Pharisees and teachers of the law who had come from every village of Galilee and from Judea and Jerusalem were sitting there and the power of the Lord was present for him to heal the sick. Some men came carrying a paralytic on a mat and tried to take him into the house to lay him before Jesus. When they could not find a way to do this because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him on his mat through the tiles into the middle of the crowd, right in front of Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, Friend, your sins are forgiven. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law began thinking to themselves, who is this fellow who speaks blasphemy? Who can forgive sins but God alone? Jesus knew what they were thinking and asked, Why are you thinking these things in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Get up and walk? but that you may know that the Son of Man has authority 
on earth to forgive sins. He said to the paralyzed man, I tell you, get up, take your mat and go home. Immediately, he stood up in front of them, took what he had been lying on and went home, praising God. Everyone was amazed and gave praise to God. They were filled with awe and said, we have seen remarkable things today. After this, Jesus went out and saw a tax collector by the name of Levi sitting at his tax booth. Follow me, Jesus said to him, and Levi got up, left everything, and followed him. Then Levi held a great banquet for Jesus at his house, and a large crowd of tax collectors and others were eating with them. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law who belonged to their sect complained to his disciples, why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus answered them, it is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. They said to him, John's disciples often fast and pray, and so do the disciples of the Pharisees, but yours go on eating and drinking. Jesus answered, can you make the guests of the bridegroom fast while he is with them? But the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them, and in those days they will fast. He told them this parable, no one tears a patch from a new garment and sews it on an old one. If he does, he will have torn the new garment and the patch from the new will not match the old. And no one pours new wine into old wineskins. If he does, the new wine will burst the skins. The wine will run out and the wineskins will be ruined. No, new wine must be poured into new wineskins, and no one, after drinking old wine, wants the new, for he says, the old is better. from the 
book of Proverbs. And tonight I will read Proverbs 10, verses 11 through 20. The mouth of the righteous is a fountain of life, but violence overwhelms the mouth of the wicked. Hatred stirs up dissension, but love covers all wrongs. Wisdom is found on the lips of the discerning, but a rod is for the back of him who lacks judgment. Wise men store up knowledge, but the mouth of a fool invites ruin. The wealth of the rich is their fortified city, but poverty is the ruin of the poor. The wages of the righteous bring them life, but the income of the wicked brings them punishment. He who heeds discipline shows the way to life, but whoever ignores correction leads others astray. He who conceals his hatred has lying lips, and whoever spreads slander is a fool. When words are many, sin is not absent, but he who holds his tongue is wise. The tongue of the righteous is choice silver, but the heart of the wicked is of little value. Give us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Amen. Now it's time you to fall asleep and have sweet dreams. God bless you.